right. Welcome once again to another segment of Sports Therapy with your host, F.H. Jr. Man, this is week seven. Week seven. Wow, man. Time flies when you're having fun. Want to uh, introduce uh, a little bit of what the show is about. If you're first uh, listening in, the number to call is 940-329-4110, and you can call in live. Sports therapy for the rules. These are the rules for the rules breakers. Sports therapy is sports entertainment only. We do not dispense real <laughs> real counseling advice, although I am a certified counselor, but this is sports entertainment, fun and yucks. A little bit about the show. Callers will call in live. Each caller will have up to two minutes to rip, rant, kick some knowledge, and laugh about all things NFL related. But keep in mind, on Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr., we don't talk politics. We don't give a fat rest butt what the Democrats are doing, nor do we care what the Republicans are doing. We don't talk race relations, nor do we talk sexual orientation. This this show is about <laughs> fun, 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 fun for everybody. Everybody's welcome to attend. Also, as you can see, once again, I am your host and I'm donning the the standard union. You know, I'm always be dressed in commander slash red skin football gear from head to toe. Always rocking a cool beard. And wow, 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 wow. We are week number seven, week seven. You know, I usually come on and say, well, this is a wild and woolly week. But you know what? I cannot say this week is wild and woolly anymore in the NFL because I can't put my finger on anything. You know, any team could beat anybody. Any team can beat any other team like the, like the movie any given Sunday. Hell, that's what it come down to, man. Also, the show is being sponsored by Crown Royal. That is my drink, Crown Royal. And I always drink Crown Royal responsibly. My commanders won. <laughs> and once again, Heineke's are back. Yeah, go to your store and get some Heineke's. Not Heineken, but Heineke's. That is our quarterback. Like uh, my man uh, says, man. Like T.O. said. <laughs> That's my quarterback. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun today. Uh, we got some guests. Hopefully we'll call in. And you guys know how, how I do it. I said, man, I hate to do the show all by myself, but I can, but I don't like to. I get my 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 energy from from my callers who call in and they hype me up, keep me good and and, and ready to rock real steady. So, um, about the show, we are week seven, and um, there it, it, the question I want to ask: Are the Jets for real? Are the J E T S Jets 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 for real? Or, or are the Green Bay Packers and the teams that the Jets have been beating, are they bad? I don't know, man. I can't put my finger on it. There are really no teams, unless you're like one in five or something like that, that, that I can say, hell, you're out. You know? It all depends on what's happening. You know, is your team trending up or down? Because everybody's around 500. Maybe a little bit below, maybe one or two games. Some in some division, there's only one game separating um, first place from last place, and I guess that's what the NFL wanted. You know, true parity. You know, where every game keeps you keeps you glued to your seat. So it, it, it's 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 wild and woolly, but that's how we like it. That's how we like it, man. That is how we like it, indeed. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Hey. 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 Who am I speaking to? This sounds like Jay. This is Jay. What's up, Jay? Hmm. Uh. Uh. Jay, let me let me let me jump in and say this to you, Jay. Jay, your team played earlier this week. And it was right. a knockdown drag out. What do you have to say about your your Saints? Well, I mean, Andy did his thing. Yeah, he threw some interceptions, <laughs> but 
Now, let me tell you what I've noticed. That the Saints, the Saints played a good game, but I think the uh, um, I think the Cardinals needed that game a little bit more than the Saints, even though um, the Saints needed it. But I think the Cardinals had more to lose because, hell, they, they're about to have rebellion there. Um, everybody is uh, really coming down on, on uh, Kyler Murray, questioning uh, his ability to lead. And they even questioned the coach, Coach Bro, and questioned, you know, it was like, does this system work? Because anytime you get these guys jumping from college to pro, everybody's wondering, you know, what, hey, man, he's coming with that college stuff and pro, man, we won't hear that crap. But um, I tell you, I one of the, if you watched the game, which I know you did, Andy and the Saints were driving down, and I was like, okay, who that? And then all of a sudden, he threw an interception. Ooh. He just ran the ball. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sometimes he should have threw it. Sometimes he should have just run it. Ran it. Well, I, you know, I tell the people. Interceptions in Senate, and then the Cardinals got lucky a few times <laughs> with those interceptions and so now you know this is sports therapy now <laughs> we got to get a little bit therapeutic here so um what are we doing are, are we kicking knowledge are we ripping are we ranting or are we just uh <laughs> are we just doing what we do it's too fun to doing all that i'm still i'm still i'm still a little a little, a little upset about that we should have ran. We should have. We should have won that game. Well, there was times when I actually thought because if you remember how the game started, um, Saints were in control of the game. But what I'm seeing from the Saints, and I and uh, and I know you and, and uh, some of the other fans that, that that's watching, I think you started noticing a pattern here where the Saints they get out in the lead, they come out, you know, playing hard, and, and then all of a sudden. When the game settles in, they give up the lead because the Saints were lead, leading that game. Uh, like, remember, the game was Thursday night for those who uh, who didn't get a chance to see it or just you know listening. It's like, okay, what the hell are they talking about? The Saints didn't play today. Now uh, it was last Thursday, and that's part of the uh, the Thursday night package on uh, Prime. And for those who, uh, I you know, I, I'm I'm really not too happy with the Prime Thursday night, but hey, it's the NFL, it's football. Yeah. So Jay, any thoughts of going back to <laughs> to Jameis? No, sir. We're gonna keep Andy Dalton, keep Andy in the game, keep him in the game. Yeah, if he throws an interception, we good. Keep keep Andy in the game. Now one keep one interception that he threw was that now the first one when he he tried to force. Now there was one that wasn't his fault. Because the ball hit the receiver in the head. Now they hit if the ball hit it hit him in dead in the head, and ricocheted, and that was the second interception. So I really didn't give that one to the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now um, I'm going to pull up something here, Jay. Since I got you here, I want to look at. I want to look at you guys' uh, schedule here. Let me look at. You know, I tell people, man, I don't just, uh, <laughs> I don't just get up and wing this show, man. I got stats and all that good stuff. So now you guys play in Saints in the NFC South. Now, what I was telling my my listeners that there's only one game, although you guys are listed at are two and five, but the first place team are the uh, Tampa Bay. Now Tampa Bay. I don't know what happened to Tampa Bay today. They lost to a team that's going out of business. <laughs> they lost to, to the Carolina Panthers, and they only scored three points. So, But there's only one game to separate um, as far as in the loss column that separate the Saints from from uh, from TB Tom. You guys are two and five, and they're three and four. So it's, it's like uh, it's not time to, to, to jump off the bandwagon yet. Are you ready to jump? 
I'm nowhere in the world. I'm keeping my black and gold. Can you, can you can you still do the Sean Payton? Do the Sean Payton. I'm good to go. <laughs> so now, but but here's my here's my I wouldn't call it a a, a dilemma, but I still say from what I saw, you know, there is a uh, I would call it a angry mob, but there is a a a group. There's a group of of uh, who that just was so pissed off at uh, at Jameis for so-called inability to read defenses, uh, throwing interception at the wrong time, da 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 But now, all of a sudden, Andy's in there. And, and I will say this. Andy Dalton moves that team a lot better than uh, than Jameis. It's, uh, you can and tell. And when you get down the field and stuff. Yes. And also, uh, what's his name? Hill. He'll get more involved when when uh when Andy's there. So I just think that every once in a while you have a bad game. I think that 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 may be his bad game. And but even though you you got a guy that that threw I don't know three interceptions, but it was still a very very close winnable game. So I think we can live yeah, with that. Yeah, but I'm in the game, though. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep Andy in there, but but I'm thinking, but I'm thinking now, Jay. I think y'all biggest problem, and I'm and I'm you know if I was and I tell people, man, if I wasn't a Commander Redskin uh, football team fan, I would probably swear in. I'd put my hand on some official. And swear in and uh, and be a who dadder, because I do like the Saints, man. I grew up in Arkansas, and and uh, you know we would watch the Saints all the time, as well as the Cowboys. Uh, Saint, uh, the Cardinals was in St. Louis at the time, so we would get the regional games. So that's why I, I have some love for the Saints. But um, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this because to me, I don't think it's so much the offense as it is the defense, because when you put up over 30 points and the other team put up 40 that's defense you know we ain't blocking nobody <laughs> that is defense that was just one play in the fourth quarter where i counted the amount of time that guys missed tackles on this guy's way to to score a touchdown that were there were six missed tackles Six missed tackles, and that's what's le- that's what's causing the Saints to lose games. It's not so much, yeah, Jameis uh, is is throwing interceptions at the wrong time. Um, you know, he's a he's a he can be a dumpster fire at times. But I just think the defense is what's failing you guys this year. Now, when is Michael uh, uh, Michael Thomas coming back? What's the deal with him? Uh, I think he had a foot or ankle injury. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this, though. Now, although I'm ragging on the defense, but in all fairness, you guys had about, oh, man, you guys had like seven starters out. And I think five of them was on the defensive side. And I, think, I believe five of them were defensive backs. You know, your cornerback safeties, free safeties. So um, that had a lot to do with um, the reason that you guys gave up as many points as you did. So I, I, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not being as pessimistic as uh, as I may sound. If that makes any sense, you got me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So Jay, appreciate you calling, and uh, let me get the who that uh, <laughs> let me get a who that champ before you go. Who that said they're gonna be some fans? All right, Jay. Thank you for calling. All right. Sports therapy with FA Junior. Hey, what's going on, H Junior? Ah, it is Chris. Chris. Chris, you got to be on Cloud Nine today. Your Cowboys won. I'm happy, yes, but they won a game that they should have won today. And, you know, it, it wasn't pretty. But <laughs> yep, it's a victory. Yep, it wasn't. 
it helped Dak kind of get his feet under him again. But hey, you know what? I'll take it. Yep. A wise man once said, a win is a win, and win is a win, not a win. Win is a tie or a loss. <laughs> a win is a win, baby. Now, yeah, hey. They, they, they looked pretty good with Dak back. So it was nice. Did you see any of us? Was, was there any of us? Oh, you're, you, it, early, early, early. You know, he just he needed to re, you know, get his, his game leg back underneath him. But, you know, nothing, nothing that I would have worried about. A couple passes that could have gotten away from him and didn't. But, you know, it, it wasn't too bad. I think he, he came back pretty strong and showed why he's a starting quarterback. Now, Chris, what about the peanut gallery, the, the peanut gallery out there that says, hey, look, uh, if Cooper Rush had been here, Dak, da-da-da-da-da, because Dak was struggling. Not just Dak. The Cowboys were struggling uh, in that first half. I believe you guys were down at halftime. Was it 6-3? Yeah, yeah. Third quarter is when, when Dallas got their feet up underneath them. You know, and, and a lot of that is why I understand you want Dak to throw the ball. You want to, you know, see how his arms do and you want to get him used to it. But why aren't you running more against a team that, you know, averages about 160 yards, you know, just allowing it on the run? And we finished with, what, 135, I guess, on the ground? Like, Dallas seems pretty, like, I don't know, immovable in their game plan. They just run the same thing over and over again instead of adjusting to who they're playing sometimes. And I know sometimes, man, I sound like old man, get off my lawn. <laughs> but man, I just I, some of the some of the analytics just drive me drive me bonkers, man. Um, like I, you know, when I look at the Cowboys, even though I, I don't hide, it. everybody knows I'm a, I'm a I'm a Commander fan and and all that. But when I look at the Cowboys, and I do look at uh, the Cowboys objectively, uh, but. And I always tell people, what scares me is when the Cowboys play blue-collar football, which is we're going to run this ball down your throat until you stop us and we'll still do it again, you know. I did, I, I, some, sometimes I wonder, am I the only one thinking this way? You know, I know we got to change. You know, it's not five yards and a cloud of dust anymore like it used to be, but, but come on, brother. You know, there's a reason why it worked then and it'll still work now. You know, you you want to push those defenses to adjust their game plan. Yes. You want to control the game, no matter if you're home or away. And if you control a game by running, you run that football. Old school, baby. Now, I don't really that's, have... That's I, the way I look at it. And see, I don't really have a problem when, okay, third and three. You gonna you know that you that's a throw or or run option all depending on the play call. But I have a real problem when we're third and one, and we're going to throw the freaking ball. You tell me we got running backs that we pay, we got offensive linemen that we pay. Hell, we got quarterbacks that now are over two hundred twenty pounds, or some of them on the you know the two forty end. You got these guys. Hell, man, you're going to tell me you can't get a yard when we know you're going to run the ball? I don't give a crap if you walk that safety down in the, in the, in the box. If, if it's third and one, you got guys who get paid to go get a freaking one yard, man. Why? That's, it drives me crazy when teams do that. I know I'm old man, get off my lawn and all that, but Chris, I'm telling you, brother. No, I mean, I agree with you. I, these guys given they are the ones that put their, their bodies on the line for these paychecks but you are in the professionals because you can do things like that and i think you need to go out there week in and week out and show your owners your gms whoever that you you deserve the money they're paying you so if it's third and one i want to run it down their throat i want them to think twice about backing the box against me and sometimes it's not even a full yard, man. Sometimes it's like a one freaking foot, and these guys will opt out. And some of the plays that they call the the quarterback, because you know nobody's under the center anymore. So when by the time you hike the ball back to the quarterback, and he's gonna hand it to a tailback or throw it, hey, he's already three or four, maybe five yards behind the line of scrimmage. I'm like. What the hell are we doing now? Maybe I don't understand football anymore. 
Maybe I need to choose another sport. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. But, I, you know, I grew up with the, the fullback. You know, you had yes. that extra blocker in the backfield for those situations. And you know what? That was, that was smashing out football. That's the way football, I think, <laughs> should always be played. But, I mean, we're valuing different positions like the receiver and quarterback higher than we are those running backs, except for Zeke, apparently, who sets a, uh, a record for being, you know, <laughs> paid when he, when he got his new contract. But, I mean, I, I still think Jerry kind of likes to lean that way sometimes. But, you know, you can kind of see maybe he's given up a little bit to our play callers so they can, I don't know, bring the Cowboys into the, the 21st century. But it's still – We've got to be able to adjust our game plan on the fly. I think we could have beat Philly last week had we been able to adjust our game plan on the fly. I want to bring you to two specific plays in today's game. Um, one in particular were, were the the Lions, and I tell people these are not your father's Lions, <laughs> so they got some offense. Now, that defense, <laughs> that, that defense has more holes than Swiss cheese. But they was mounting this drive, Chris, and these guys got down to the Dallas. They were inside the the uh, two yard line, and the dude freaking fumbled the ball. No, nope, you ain't getting on the team plane going home. You can't fumble in that <laughs> Yes, you can't do it. You're, you're walking back to Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm going to the other side. And I'm hanging out with the other team because I'm a freaking Benedict Arnold man after that, dude. I'm like, seriously? Because when you're trying to b- beat the, the team that's favored to to beat you by, I don't know, three touchdowns, you can't help them beat you. You got to play flawless, and you're hoping that they make mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they coughed it up, what, five different times? Yes. No, well, let's go four. One of those was. I think uh, the rest will have a friendly to Dallas today. I'll say it. You know, I think Diggs <laughs> got away with one today. Mm. However, he still coughed it up four other times. So, I, just you've got to – you're right there, two yards out. You do everything you can to hold that ball. I mean – your heads better leave your body before you drop my football. Yes, man. They better come and cart your butt off that field. You know, he fumbled, but he got knocked out. <laughs> That's the only thing I can accept. You know what I'm well, saying? You got knocked out and you kept that football. Yes. You know, even when your muscles seized up, you better have that damn football. <laughs> Let me hit my cousin, man. <laughs> but I'm like, how do you go back to – your and you know and like I say, Chris, and I know this is a different era. Everybody's more in touch with uh you know, coaches can't chew you out anymore. They really can't because even when you do make a, a hell of a, a mistake, someone still I think the, 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 the goal now is to always keep you positive. It's oh don't worry about it, man. It, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Hell no it isn't. <laughs> you know? No. You you fumbled on the freaking yeah, one you- foot line. I remember the days when if you did something that boneheaded, when you were running back to your sideline, you were looking where coach was, and you're going to the complete opposite side of where he's at because you know what's coming. But you know what? You never forgot after that. Like, you remembered. But now it's like short memory, forget about it, let's go out there and do it. No. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Don't drop my football. You got one one job, bro. Run the football, hold on to the football. But I, I see where – you know, back in the days when you screwed up like that, what you would do, you would go and, and stand by your position coach and hoping that the head coach is is too busy coaching the game and making adjustments that he can't just come down there and, and like, chew you, <laughs> chew you out. But now it's like, okay, everybody pat you on the back and say, oh, don't worry about it, man. Come on. Come on. I mean, you get to a point where it's just like, you got to stop making excuses for it. And everybody does it. I get it. But, you know, why does everybody do it? Because we're making excuses for it. Yes. You're making six figures. You better hold that ball. That's your job. Sunday afternoon, you hold my football. But you got to be in a different mindset when you are inside 
the freaking five yard line because it's an unwritten rule. When you get inside the the five, you don't hold, you don't jump off sides, and you don't fumble the football. No one has to tell you that. That's those are things you know. Hey guys, we're we are inside the five. We don't jump off sides. We don't hold anybody. We don't we just don't make stupid bonehead plays. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't know. I, do I think they're gonna bounce back from this? Yeah. This was still a game that they were slated to lose. Could they have won? You know, if they don't fumble it there, the momentum's already switching back to you. Maybe this game could have turned out different. Maybe not. I don't know. But we can sit here and do the what ifs all day. <laughs> At the end of the day, you hold that football. Yeah, definitely. Now, you remember, I, I said I wanted to bring up two incidents. One, um, I don't know if it was, it was your tight end. Uh, he got the ball and he was, uh, he was, um, he was in the Lions territory and the guy hit him low. He did a flip and fumbled the ball and the Lions recovered. Do you, do you remember that specific play? I do, I do. Man, I thought I thought it's he was kind of fun to watch him flip. Oh man, I thought he was hurt. Man, I thought he, he fell on his 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 back, but for a minute there, man, I thought he was falling on his head. Man, I was like, God, I hope brother ain't ain't, ain't uh, you know, because you know what? Like I tell people, man, even though I may yeah I may jab the the Cowboys a little bit, but at the end of the day, man, I don't hate any other players, man, because I know hell, a lot of those guys got uh they got families and. and and I don't, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. But when I saw that play, it's almost like because you know I used to referee, and when you ref in your mind, you can slow the game down just by watching because you got to be able to make specific calls. So I'm watching that. I'm like, man, I hope he doesn't come down on his neck. He did look. Part of the reason I think he let go of the ball is because his body did go very limp he knew the situation he was in and, and i mean i i don't know if the team has ever talked about it or if he ever practiced it growing up but i mean he did kind of the right thing by just kind of going limp and going with the momentum and you know he was able to land on his back but i mean it is it's scary anytime something goes down as he had a, a one early in the game too where his knee you know kind of straightened down and regardless of who you're going for like you said you don't ever want to see these guys get hurt i mean we're fans, you know, we don't go out there and play it. But even these guys who play against each other every Sunday, I mean, they're friends. They hang out on the right. off season and stuff like that. They don't want to hurt each other. Right. And it's enough to, to mess you mentally, you know? Yo, oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, Chris, let me ask you this. The way the, way the season is going now, um, only team I can just put my finger on and say, you know what, that team – is pretty much the best team in the league. I would say that's the Buffalo Bills. Everybody else can be beat, man. I'm I'm saying they're 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 just not a lot of just like hell. Did you watch the uh um Tampa Bay got beat by, by the Panthers? Hell the Panthers are having a going out of business sale. <laughs> and they beat the <laughs> they're going out of business. They they sent uh McCaffrey, he went to what, uh the 49ers, I believe. They cast, yeah, yeah. Yes, but yet they they, uh, they held TB Tom Brady to three points. How did how the hell did that happen? Any given Sunday, and and to be told, man, <laughs> you know, in some cases, man, there's only one loss between first and second and and last place in in some of these uh, uh, conferences, man, some of the divisions. Absolutely. I mean, look at the East. You know, look at look at where we're sitting right now. Even your commanders are starting to roll back. I don't know what two game winning streak right now. Hey man, I'm I'm holding all that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got Philly sitting the top. You got New York next. Us and I mean, the, the football's starting to look kind of like it did with the schedule or with the uh, I'm sorry the uh, the win loss record. Um, but I, I I agree wholeheartedly. I think Buffalo is going to show out no matter who they're playing. And I think you may as well just kind of sit back and say, hey, AFC, 
thanks for playing today, but this is a Buffalo show right now. Yes. NFC, I mean, it could still anybody can still come out of it, but I I have to agree. I think Buffalo Buffalo looks to be that team this year. Yes. I mean, they look to be, like you said, that team. Now, when it comes to the uh you know, the team with the Cowboys, Redskins, Commanders, Vikings, I'm not really sold that, you know, I man, I'm not even sold that the Eagles are, you know. And hell, look at the Giants. <laughs> the Giants won again. Yep. It's it's like, you know, back in the days, let's let's be honest, man. And when I say back in the days, I'm not talking shoot 10, 15 years ago. I'm like two years ago, we kind of knew, okay, hell, that's a win. That's a loss. We play this team. We're going to beat them. But we can't say that this year. No, it comes down to who's on the active roster nowadays. So many teams build their team around one, two players that if those crucial members go down. Yeah. Look at Dallas as a prime example. We could have been that team that we're going, we're five and two now. And we had our backup quarterback in for, you know, four or five of those games. So, so many teams do build it that way that it's impossible really now to, to say, well, if everybody, if they finish that game with everybody, they're going to win. You can't do that anymore. You just, you, you can't. It calls, um, injuries, it doesn't matter. Like you get disqualified for the next game. There's right. so many different factors into it now that you just can't say anymore. And, and you had quality backups when you did lose a starter. Mm-hmm. You still had some quality backups that could keep the machine rolling. Uh, I'm trying to think of, um, you guys may have lost one of you guys today. He uh, got an interception. I don't know. Did he, you know, that I saw what I, what I, what I happened to, to, to see, man, uh, it looked like it was a possible high ankle sprain. Uh, I'm trying to think of who was the DB um, toward the end. He got an interception and, and part of when he made that interception, man, he, he uh, injured himself. So I'm like, okay. Um, and that's what I tell people, man. When you get to week eight, which is where we are now, we're getting close to, that's when you kind of realize, okay, uh, what's going to happen? Because, you know, because, yeah, the Cowboys got a hell of a fight defense. But, man, when you when these guys roll out, they are still sore from the previous week, believe it or not. Oh yeah, and eventually, man, you you like, whoo, you know, it's like whoo. No, I'm with you. Like our defense right now has carried us to the point where we're at right now, and if our offense can't start producing and putting these games out of reach, like this game today should have been out of reach way sooner than it really was. And if our offense doesn't start doing that, we're gonna get to the end of the year, and the team's just kind of kind of crumble because the offense is riding off of the defensive production or you know the, their stands. It's got to be flipped. You know, our defense needs some time to rest. Our offense needs to be out there taking those 10-minute drives down the field, you know, just wearing their defense down and giving our guys a chance to catch their breath. Right now, it's not really balancing out that way. Yeah, because I just think as the season goes on, I think it's much easier to play offense than it is to play defense, man. Because at the end, yeah, you got, you know, guys running the ball and and they're going to, you know, deliver a blow. But it's not like when you're on defense, you're running and smashing pretty much on every play, every play. And uh, over a 17-game um, season, man, that starts to take a toll, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden, your, your pass rush isn't getting there like it used to. And, and that's why I tell people, man, the season don't get started until you get to be like game eight, man. You know? Yeah. But now, yeah, let, I mean, everybody's pretty much set in where they're going to be that year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So now, let me ask you this question here, because because you know you're in the cowboy family. If for, for str- some strange reason, <laughs> if you guys had lost today, <laughs> would all hell have broken loose as far as uh, quarterback and quarterback controversy? Okay, so let me flip this. <laughs> Did we lose today, and Dak still come back out? And put 207 yards up and go 19 and 25. If he did that, no, I don't think it's a big deal. It's well, Dak came out, he put up good numbers. You know, we give him another week. Now, if he didn't come out and put up those numbers, 
and we lost, then I think maybe you start talking about that. Well, you know, Cooper's still sitting over there. We had some momentum with him. Maybe we go back to that. But if he had, if that came back and had that production he had today, I think he still would have been okay, honestly. Yeah, okay. Because I know, I know there's this peanut gallery. Now, I, I will say this. When the way Cooper played last week, that kind of, that kind of quieted the the crowd for a minute. You know, they weren't calling for, oh, we we need to be full time. Because anytime you're a backup, you have limitations. It's the reason you, you, you're not a starting quarterback. Because let's be honest, the NFL have professional people who, and their job is to evaluate talent. And if Cooper Rush was a starting level talent quarterback, he would be on somebody's team. Now, let's just, you know, because those guys know even when you're in college, whether you get drafted or not, okay, he's going to be a backup. He's going to be a quality backup. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And they know because it has to do with, with a couple of things. One, arm strength. Two, uh, can the guy, can the guy read defenses? Three, can he stare, can he stare down the barrel when these guys are coming to, to kill him, can he hang in there and make those throws? And can he throw um, through windows? Can he make plays? And, and that's that. And that's the the, the mark of, a, of an NFL quarterback, believe it or not. No, absolutely. That's one hundred percent accurate. Last week, though, I mean, I think you got to kind of you know look at everybody on that. Everybody was exposed last week. Micah Parsons was exposed. You know, they just Philly just. I mean, they had a they had an answer for everybody last week. And, and third quarter, again, Cowboys quarter, you know, the, the Eagles started to fall off. But, I mean, still, you can't put it all on Cooper's shoulders. And I know in the NFL, win or lose, it's going to be the, cow, the, the quarterback's fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Last week, everybody got exposed. Yeah. But, see, now, when you say the Eagles are the hunted now, we're all hunting the Eagles. We're all sitting around trying to figure out, okay, how do we attack these guys? Where are their weakness? Because they got to have one, you know, because before everybody wasn't too convinced that the, yeah, it was like, okay, these guys are undefeated, but who the hell have they played? Da, 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 da. But now, you know, when, when you are the hunted, that means every team gets up to play you except for the Cowboys. And believe it or not, even though I rag on you guys <laughs> from time to time, every team gets up to play the Cowboys. And if you don't know that by now, then I question your fandom. Because every team gets up to so play the right. Cowboys, huh? It's going to be talked about. It's going to be talked about. You're guaranteed to be in the media somewhere. Yes. Every team gets up to play the Cowboys. And for, and for some teams, the Cowboys are their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and when you are on the Cowboys team, there's a certain expectations, whether they deserved or not, from the fans that uh, some teams, you know, some teams may not have such uh, high expectations for their players. You know, it's like as old saying, man, once you put that star on your, on your on your helmet, hey, a lot of pressure comes with it. And a lot of guys can't handle the pressure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you can you can see the ones that can't. And, I mean, we've had, we've tried to do it, you know, the way everybody else does it. We bring in people that, are vets from other teams and, and they still don't quite measure up, you know, when it comes to the fan base or even in Jerry Jones's mind, but you know, it's the NFL. I think everybody really deserves a chance, but uh, you know, you, you, you're talking about how everybody's hunting the Eagles right now. This is that time where you start to see those players that people are starting to pay that big money for, that we have the high expectations for on the Cowboys, you know, like we do to step up and go, Hey, we got to exploit their weaknesses so we can knock them off their pedestal. And everybody's hunting them right now, like you were saying. So that's everybody's game plan. That's everybody's big Super Bowl at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, and you know, I rag on you guys. <laughs> I rag on you guys. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, I admit, man, I, we, get, we get up. Well, when we get ready to play the Cowboys. Now, in our division, though, man, you know, it's just mutual hate for uh, We all hate each other. We all get up to play each other because the Giants get up to play the Eagles. We get up to play the Eagles. We get up to play the Giants. We get up to play uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys get up to – I mean, you know, it's it's our division, man. It is what it is, brother. It, it, it comes with the territory. Anytime you see that same team – yeah, anytime you see that same team twice in a season – 
I mean, you're you're bound to see some some you know some extra hits. You're about to see some of that you know fire and that passion. I mean, it's bound to happen. That's why they call them rivalries, and that's what makes it interesting. Now, your boy Zeke scored two touchdowns today. Are you happy with that? Or do you want more? You know, I don't. I, I do want more, and I think he can give more. Um, I don't think that the play call is there for him right now. I like what they're doing with the whole Hay and Pollard back and forth. Um, it's really starting to open up some holes in the defense for us. But um, I, I like what I'm seeing out of him. He does look young and, and, and full of energy, kind of going back to that Ohio State time, like he said he was going to be coming into the season. Um, and I think it's helping because, you know, you got Tony Pollard on the flip side who's, you know, when he comes in so Zeke can rest, he's still making – he still has that positive produ- production and stuff. So it's really nice to see that go back and forth. But I've always been a smashing off football guy, so a run game, I love that stuff. I got you. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, when Pollard comes into the game now – Defenses notice him before they're like, okay, uh, we we uh, we'll get up and stop Zeke. Now, when people play the Cowboys, you have to take into consideration Pollard too because he does have the breakaway speed. Now, can he block? Hell no, he'll get your quarterback killed. But he, for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll get your quarterback killed, man. He, he he blocking is just not in his contract. But I think in the past. Pollard, um, I think he he pretty much, um, I, I think he pretty much uh, made it off of the fact that everybody was geared towards Zeke, and nobody really, 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 really accepted this guy was good. You know what I mean? It's like, well, he, he, he you know, he's just a flash in the pan. And, and okay, now, okay, that's the guy we gotta we we, we gotta notice this guy now. Okay, let, let, let's 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 notice him when he comes on the field. Because, I think you kind of got to go back to last season and thank Zeke for that because when Zeke wasn't producing and everybody was calling for, you know, Zeke's head and all that other <laughs> stuff, yeah. Tony Pollard would come in and he would do that production. So now to see them balance those two out, you, you know, you're right. People are standing up and taking notice of him, and it's nice to have that situation in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you guys got, I won't say a cupcake, game next week you guys had the bears the bears and i don't know if y'all playing there in soldier field or is it still soldier field or is it, uh, or do they have a new field anyway i don't know if you guys are playing at home but i know you guys are playing the bears next week and now that should be now are we gonna pencil that in as a win uh are we are we just go, go ahead and say it I'm going to go out and say that this should be another win for the Cowboys. Um, But I think it's going to be another kind of sloppy win and we're going to kind of figure it out as we go. But I think, I think you can go ahead and pencil it in as another win. Now I'll tell you what I was impressed by today and, and uh, I didn't get a chance to bring it up. Your boy, your number one receiver, he made some tough catches that a number one receiver makes. Uh, I don't know if he can do it consistently, but he made a couple of tough catches today, and I was like, okay, okay. But I still don't think he's big enough where he can take, you know, uh, I don't think CD can take just the, the, the pounding that goes with being a number one because, you know, you get some of those guys that go up and play what's called a press man, which is that they're going to lay hands on you. They're going to lay some hands on you. And, uh, and as we get to the playoffs, they got tendencies to kind of let defense do a little bit more and get away with a little bit more. And you got to be strong to be able to fight that off. And I, I just don't think CD can do that right now. Well, not only that, I, I, I want to see him go across the middle a little more and be more confident with those catches. Cause you go back a couple years to when we had, um, Dez and Dez was, you know, he'd go across the middle. No problem. Yeah. yeah but Dez was strong as hell. Um, yeah. I think you know that's the type, that's the type of uh, uh, caliber we need out of CD Lamb. I think we need him to go across the middle and be okay to get hit, or just get hit and stand up and get in the defender's face like, yeah, you didn't do nothing. You know, hey, let's e- back hey, a little bit. Hey, hey, hey that's um, easy. That's easy for you and I to say go across and get hit. We the one going across <laughs> and get hit, man. 
You know, you're right, you're right. <laughs> it's easy for us to be armchair quarterback. Hey, man, go across that middle and get hit, man. <laughs> well, hey, Chris, it has been real, my brother. You know, I appreciate it when you call, man. You got some good insight, man. And I know you love your Cowboys, man. So, hey, man, uh, thanks for calling. And, uh, hey, I appreciate it, okay? Absolutely. Have a good one. All right, brother. Bye. Bye-bye. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hey, it's your boy back. <laughs> it's my homeboy, Glenn. Your back. My, your hey, boy's back. My homeboy, Glenn. Hey, homeboy, Glenn. That's right. I'm back. You know, I'm back, baby. Hey, let me ask you this question. Are you watching? Are you watching your Steelers at this minute while you're talking? Because if you are. Man, yeah. Huh? Go ahead, finish your question, because I got something I want to tell you. I, I was going to tell you, if you are, man, I want to give you, I'm, I'm going to let you do some live uh, play-by-play of the game. Are, what? Are you watching it, or are you not watching it? Yeah, I'm watching them. Give us a little, give us a little. Why you wanna, hey, hey, look here, I got a bone to pick with you, my friend. Okay, go for it. <laughs> why you got me on there knowing we ain't one for the damn? You know what you look No, no you, you know that, man. You set me up, man. <laughs> oh. Man, I thought we were better than this, man. <laughs> Woo. Why did we do this two years ago when we started off 11 and 1 or 12 and 2? <laughs> oh, hey, man. You got to wait till we ain't got a quarterback, we ain't got an offensive line. We ain't got a linebacker. We ain't got nothing. Hey, y'all. DJ White got hurt. I'll see you over. I hear you. I hear you. So. Did, did you say anything with this show about the yeah, call in? Or, yeah. I'm not going to stop you in the middle of your rant. <laughs> okay, but look at this one. One more question I want to ask. Do you have your custom mail? There you go, brother. <laughs> damn, 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 man. <laughs> so, hey, 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 look, we're making so worse than, than what it is. Them damn no good cowboys. What? Be polar Detroit today. <laughs> and you know, we ain't worth a damn, but you gonna call me and then ask me to analyze the game and we down 10 to nothing. What to talk about? Hey, what? What, what? the hell to talk about, man? Man, you know, man, look at man, when I see you, man, I got to wait, man, we going to have a misunderstanding, dog. <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean anything wrong. Hey, man. You me up, man. It's so bad, is your rookie doing any better? Hmm? Your rookie. What rookie? Your quarterback. Man, what Come on, man, you quit cracking jokes on me, man. <laughs> Man, you know we ain't worth a damn, man. We need to go and try to tank so we can go and get styled. Uh, 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 u
this I is heard it. I said this is the first time I've ever seen it to where you you had a one game one loss maybe separating teams from uh first place to last place. Hey, hey, let me ask you this class question, Glenn. What the hell is what the hell is them Jets eating, man? <laughs> the Jets are beating people. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you something. I was telling a guy at my job last week, man. The Jets is one of the most dangerous teams in, in, in football right now. They go for NFC or AFC. Man, them guys, they they hungry, and they're young, and they're talented. Man, they, they, they really focus. The Jets been the laughing stock of the league for, for a long time. But guess what? They done created a monster over there, man. They're going to be there for a while. Can you believe that they? You know, can, if they don't get hurt, they're gonna be around, man. Can you believe that they undefeated on the road? <laughs> they come to your house and beat you, man. Uh, hey, I, I, I watched them today. Play, I watched them against Denver, Denver today. And uh, man, they're young. It's like it's like feeding a monster, man. They can only get better, man. Yeah, yeah. If they don't get hurt, they're gonna be dangerous in their playoffs, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, they're gonna get somebody. somebody. I, I thought it was gonna be Jacksonville. But I, I was wrong. I, it's the Jets. Now, uh, are, are you coming around on your charges? Because I'll tell you what, brother. <laughs> I ain't one for a damn, man. <laughs> damn the charges, man. Man, I was wrong about this too, man. I'm just, I'm just depressed right now with my Pittsburgh got me so depressed. <laughs> Pittsburgh. But tell you, hey, you, hey, this is show about a random raving about your team. You can rant and rave about your team, somebody else's team. <laughs> Whatever. You know what, man? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something, uh, uh, homie. I wore my Pittsburgh Steelers uh, jersey to work uh, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. You know why? <laughs> why? Because it was cold as hell down here, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> Other than that, I ain't wearing shit they got. I'll tell them something, go get them a quarterback, man. That's the only reason I wore it, man. Oh. And guess what I, guess what I, guess what I had? My pocket was full of when I got off of work. What'd you have, dog? Boom. Boom. <laughs> hey, Glenn, let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you this. On, on, on a serious note. How the hell does a team having a going out of business sale like like the Panthers turn around and beat beat the uh, the Buccaneers. The Panthers going out of business. They selling their players off. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you something about that. I I, 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 was, I was looking at. See, I got that in the NFL package. Mm-hmm. And I, I be you know me, I be watching all the. I, I you know the Panthers ain't is not as bad as people give them think they are. They is not too far away, man. Yeah, but they but, but they in a rebuild though. But the forty nine the 49ers don't. I mean, not the forty nine. I'm sorry, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They don't have nothing but a defense now. Yeah, their yeah. offense is. I, I don't agree. know what happened. I agree. When 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 uh what is Antonio Brown pulled his shirt off <laughs> last year and told that motherfucker to stand? I mean, oh excuse me, sorry I said that. But excuse me, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> When he throw his jersey in the stand, he throw down too. So they 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 threw man. Tom Brady, man, you can't play no football. I don't give a damn how good you is. You can't play no football. Eighty years old. Nah, hey, nah, he, he, he hey, can't. You might well you you might well compare Joe or uh, uh, Tom Brady. I know we don't talk politics. I'm sorry, but damn, Joe Biden. Picture Joe Biden quarterback in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <sighs> Yeah, but I, I I think sooner or later, like I tell people, I man. Soon, about that, uh, but you know, I I I, I, I I I tell people sooner or later, Father Time catches up with everybody, and, and I everybody, and and I think it done caught up with Tom Brady. But at some point, if you relying on a, a on a forty hundred year old million million year old quarterback every week to to carry you, it's something wrong with your organization. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger was quarterback when I first got out of high school. He, he been there a while. Damn right, man. Why you going to sit there? Man, they had a chance. Hey, man, they had a chance to get Jalen Hurts. A couple years ago when he come they had to, uh, they had that pick. They could have picked Jalen Hurts. 
I forgot what round. It was in the second round. But Pittsburgh right there had that pick. And I forgot. I can't think of who they picked. But, man, I'm telling you, they should have got that dude, man. Because I always been high on him, man. I tell you what, boy. He I, I always have been high on that guy. He, uh-huh. he is a, a field general. <laughs> He's a field general. He He's, made, a field general. He, He's a leader, man. He may not have as strong as on. But I tell you what, boy, he was making a. If you watched that that cowboy game last week, boy, he was making no boy look bad. Boy, he's like, okay, he go, boo. Yeah, he's a winner. It's like, man, he's a winner. And I, and that you know, I, I didn't open my, I, I didn't open up the show. Gonna tell you this, but you know how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no, you I don't. I, I don't know how you feel about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> how you feel about the Cowboys? My hate will cut up with my weight. Oh, dang, boy. <laughs> I hate them so bad. To, if they were playing Satan, <laughs> that's a strong word to say. <laughs> boy, I have to get on my knees. I, I think I might have pulled my Satan for a while. <laughs> hey, man, I was watching the Cowboy <clears throat> game. I got to say this about him. That damn Michael Parsons. I'm gonna give credit what credit do, man, because you got to be honest in it, you know. True. Michael Parsons is, 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 is best defense player in football, in pro football right now. Yeah, yeah. If if they if they don't wear him out, if they don't if they man, if they don't man, wear him out, I understand what you're saying. You're right, but I, I, I when you say wearing wear him out, what you what kind of mean about that? Like put put him in a position where. Going, I mean, what you mean by that? Well, it's my thing of it is with Parson, it's a long season. And and, and, and and what I tell people, when you hit week eight, that's when – see, people don't realize when them guys play on Sunday, man, their bodies don't really start to feel better, man, until like Thursday, sometime Friday, and then you got to turn around and do it again. So, But when you yeah, after I you've been playing eight or nine games and all of a sudden, man, you start to – all of a sudden, man, you 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 you're not making them play like you used to because your body started to be sore and wear down, and you susceptible to to injuries. And that's my whole thing is that with Michael Parsons, at some point, they want to play him at middle linebacker. They want to line him up at defensive end. They want to move him over here, move him over there. Sooner or later, man, that they're that, you know they're gonna shorten his career. Now you may get two good three years out of him, but all of a sudden, it reminds me of. Uh, Who's the who's the coach that you Bob Phillips? You remember Bob Phillips ran uh, Earl Campbell into the ground, <laughs> huh? Ran him to the ground. Ran him into the ground, and that's that, how old Earl Campbell is now? About eighty nine. I know Earl might be he ain't that old. Earl Campbell he about the same age as Sidney Moncrief. Remember Moncrief played because he they were around about that same age when Moncrief was playing basketball for the Razorbacks and Campbell was playing for. Uh, Playing football for Texas about the same time. I think I might have been, it might have been like 76, 77, somewhere along those lines. So he's probably about, maybe about 64 ish. Hey, 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 my friend, I want to say something right quick because I know you ain't got too much time on the show and everything. All right. But I know, I'm going to take them back in the history a little bit. You remember back in the day with Texas Longhorn? Had had them had them Jones. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Lamb, Ham, Lamb Jam. Yeah. Mm hmm. Lamb Jam and Ham. See, when they go, people go to holler about who's the best college players and blah. People forget about people like them, man. Well, that's because a lot of uh, uh, that, those, you know, that era, that's just us. See, and a lot of time when people go trying to think about who's the greatest of all time, they just think about guys who just played five, ten years ago, man. They they, 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 they don't have right, a, right. a reference for all that, some of the old guys, man. That's why I don't get into a conversation when somebody said, well, this person is the greatest of all time. I said, people had no such thing. It's no. a great, it's the greatest in your era. No. Because, mm-hmm. because, you know, things were different. That's the way I look at it, yeah. too. But but like I said, yeah, man, that's that, the way I look at it because No, go ahead, bro. Because Reed, I, I appreciate you for saying this. Because Reed, you're right, because I tell people to me, I watch all the good running backs, you know, I watch them all, Peyton, Barry Sanders, Bo yep. Jackson, all the Dixons. Man, people don't forget if Bo Jackson had not got hurt, ain't no telling and stuck with one sport. 
ain't no telling how good that boy might have been. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why when I think about uh, uh, Michael Parson, my whole thing is that I just know sometimes, because see, guys like that, they don't know how to gear it down themselves. You got to, you got to uh, protect those guys from themselves. Because hell, Michael Parsons would play. He, he he would probably play one game and give him play another one right after that. If you don't say, okay, look, now nah, you got to shut it down. So my whole my whole fear about that is that they're gonna do him just like uh, Bomb Phillip did um, Earl Campbell. They're gonna, you know, yeah, and just like the same way we did uh, Robert Griffin the third. You know, we, 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 right. we, right. yeah, we got two or three good years out of him. He was, he was done. Hey, hey. But hey, I ain't trying to cut y'all, but your boy got out on Green Bay today, didn't he, man? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And, and, yeah, man. You know what? I, man, I'm going to clap. They, they coming along. They, 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 uh, Washington danger too. You know they what? don't really know. They you, got a good defense. You know what we finally did though? We benched, uh, Carson Wentz. My, uh, y'all bitch with. <laughs> well, <Pringle> bitch. <laughs> right. If it wasn't for that, he'd still hey, be in there. Before, I know you ain't gonna be long on this show. I don't mean to cut you off. And I ain't trying to Yeah. Man, I don't appreciate how you did me tonight, man. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know right now, man. I don't want you to act like everything over with right now. <laughs> you you watching the damn game, you down thirteen to nothing. I just want hey, this, to. This I want you to narrate, man. Look, <laughs> just, just look. Say. And you watching the game, man? <laughs> Ooh, man. You know what? I had a black this motherfucker out. Oh, excuse me, but you got the cussing bell. <laughs> yeah. You know they should have blacked this game out tonight. Nah. Man, you got to be funny. Man, you set me up, man. I can't wait till I see you again. Nah. I got something for you, partner. Yeah, they did, man. But you know what, man? I still, I think that, I think uh, the Steelers, you know, because if we had lost today, then I was like, you know what? Put the rookie in. Let's just uh, let's just let it go where it's going to go, and let's get a high draft pick. Let's see if the rookie can play, we'll keep him. If not, let's just get a high draft pick. And like you said, man, sometimes you got to know when to tank. And, uh, you know, so I, I think the Steelers need to just ride with the rookie. And uh, and 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 you know, look at trying to get a high draft pick because there's some good young quarterbacks coming up, brother. You know what I'm saying? And they look, you know who they looking at in the mock draft? Who? Some offensive lineman out of Ohio State, man. Well, now sometimes that could be a dodgeball, man. They'll tell somebody, "Hey, man, we're looking at this offensive lineman when really we're looking at this quarterback over here." Because see, you don't want you you don't we don't dodge, man. We don't dodge. Uh, man. Uh, y'all y'all don't play dodgeball. <laughs> man, that ain't dodging. When they say they gonna get somebody, we, we, then they tell you we gonna get Najee Harris. Yeah. Didn't 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 did, did Mel and uh what his name? Did they all tell you we gonna get Najee Harris? Yeah, 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 yes. But you know, you, that tell you right there. But you know what though, man? I just know that you guys need a quarterback. But I do know when you get a good quarterback. But if you rebuilding, you know, you're gonna get a good quarterback. And then draft some good offensive linemen around about the same time, or make a few deals so you can kind of get you some veteran offensive linemen to go with your rookie because you don't want your rookie to to get killed in the first. Uh, that way, you know, he'll, he if you know if that first year is that rough, then you know you're not going to get too good a quality of a product out of him. But at the end of the day, brother, it is yeah, what it is. Huh? You got to spend money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, that, there's no you sense in going out and getting a. Th- there's no sense in going out and getting a good quarterback if you had nobody to block for him. Shoot, he gonna end up getting gun shy and, and crazy and all that. But hey, Glenn, it's been real, my man. I'm finna fire this good music up, and I want to thank. All right, hey, I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> all right uh, you are my that's my boy all right once again this has been sports therapy with fa jr i like to thank uh my special guest my homeboy glenn calling from the great state want to thank my man i like to thank my main man it's calling big time cowboy fan i like to thank all my partners everybody from calling in 
This has been another episode of Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior. Like I always tell people on the yard, man, stay golden, baby. All right, and we'll see you next week.